everyone, welcome back to another episode of Road Up, the show where I, Fernando, talk to you, my friend, about all things, uh, what? <laughs> well, we share ideas on what we thought child, uh, what we thought adulthood would be like when we were children versus what it really is. Now that we are grown motherfuckers, hey, um... It's been a while, but we're back, baby. Um, just a few announcements to get out of the way, right? Right, right. Just some new exciting shit that we've been doing. So uh, we now have an official Neon Bloom Productions podcast WhatsApp group. So this is where you have direct access to news around the podcast, what's happening um, you're gonna, you know, we're gonna upload new episodes there as well, just so you can have like quick access. Um, if there's any questions or any comments you guys want to make around the shows, you can put it down there, you know, for like the entanglement where we have questions every week for you guys, you know, we'll now start posting them there. Um, and yeah, man, so I'll put the WhatsApp link to this group right in the show notes below as well as um music and the mind is back i don't know if i've if i've said it but music and the mind is back so go ahead and check out uh the new episodes of that show and um check uh melancholic out also on youtube You'll find some stuff there, um, whether it is some of his music or just a few episodes of music and the mind. So, yes, guys, we are back in studio post live event, something that I didn't think I could pull off. But hey, <laughs> if you want to do something, just go ahead and you do it. Um, but funny enough, I'm feeling a little bit nervous about um, doing it again. Um, I was very excited the first time and I think I'm nervous because it really went well. It went beyond my expectations. So I'm a little bit concerned now to do it again. So, but I want to, and I will, but thank you to everybody who showed up, all the guys at Optima college. Thank you so much for your contribution, for showing up uh, for us and for just helping to make that event a massive, massive success. So if you guys, um haven't heard yet just go to the previous episodes of growed up which would be episode 34 for a uh, black women business that is episode 20 and for the entanglement that is episode 13 um so if you guys just want to have a bit of a feel of what that event was like and what we spoke about just go check out those episodes it was really dope and um yeah we'll let you know as soon as we have the date for the next ones and we'll try and do as many as we possibly can um but yeah man without any further ado don't forget ladies and gentlemen to subscribe to this podcast if you're listening on apple podcasts or youtube or spotify or overcast uh, anchor google Podcasts, wherever just search growed up subscribe um, and on Apple Podcasts, please do leave us a review because that's what's going to help us improve and make these shows more suitable and comfortable. Nah, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt like a broadcast. But ideally, we want to have and give you guys a good show. So reviews do help. Um, but also, it, it, it helps push us up the, the, the podcast ladder, right? So, um, yeah, let us kick off the show. Today, I want to talk to you about... Um, popular trends that I followed that now confuse the shit out of me. One thing, though, that hurts me about this topic today or this episode specifically is that I recorded this, guys. I recorded it. I did probably half of this. And uh, as I was doing it, we got hit by load shedding. So for those of you who are not in South Africa who don't know what load shedding is, essentially it is something that our electricity provider ESCOM does uh, consistently all the time to reduce the amount of electricity that we all use in the country. So they schedule like times, let's say from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. We'll have like stage two or three or four, whatever stage electricity cut. 
and will not have power for like sometimes two hours, sometimes four, sometimes once a day for two hours, sometimes three times a day for two hours or three times a day for four hours, depending on the stage. So that day, the cut was not on the schedule and it just cut out of nowhere and I lost my entire episode. So I was so bummed. I was so bummed. It took a lot for me to come back and say, you know what, girl, you know, what? just do it do it so i'm doing it i'm right here so let us go through the trends that i followed but right now they confuse the living daylights out of me so first trend i want to talk to you about is the natural hair movement the second trend is going to be um what or fitness okay and then diet eating and shit um and then productivity motivation and self-care i'm a bit iffy about self-care we'll see how it goes but either way let's go here with the very first trend that confused me <laughs> that confuses the shit out of me natural hair so natural hair for me is essentially part of my history when i was a little girl my mom was very very insistent that i had natural hair you know and um back home in mozambique like there's just this level of vanity that is so it's kind of like part of our culture you know where where women really take time to go do their hair and go get their nails done and all of that stuff not to say that it doesn't exist here in south africa but it's just different here sometimes it feels mostly like people just do these things if we have an event or whatever but in mozambique it was almost like part of like your beauty routine type of thing you go to the salon your nails like you do all the maintenance like you know what i mean like it's not just doing your hair for a new hairstyle um there's also the maintenance aspect of it that that is very uh, common that side. So for me, I have gone to the hair salon from a very young age, but all I did there was like, you know, just a good, we call it miss. And miss is basically a blowout. Like you just go, you wash your hair um, and they they dry your hair and comb it nicely and you go about your day, you know um but for the most part my mother did my hair at home which was you know weekly getting the bath and this is all i used it was shampoo it was conditioner sometimes it was the blend of shampoo and conditioner and a hair food of sorts and i had long fucking hair like i had hair you know what i'm saying and um it grew i didn't do anything and that was just my routine and then sometimes you know should comb it into like a pony and that's how i'd go to school or sometimes i'd braid it and all of that stuff but that was my hair all the hair products that i used you know and when i came to south africa in fact before the south african move the the move to south africa girl (laughs) before the south african move before my move to south africa i would go to my mom or with my mom to the hair salon and um a lot of the 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 ladies would do like perm you know like the the like perm the hair where they would be uh with the little tiny curlers and all of that and the hair would come out nice so it was a lot of chemical treatments i did see as well i didn't process it as such for the longest time but now that i'm you know grown i understand what exactly what that was and um for some time i'd be like i also want to do this like nah girl you cannot so she was really not about me um putting any random chemicals in my hair which again it's fair because i mean we are talking to a kid right now do you understand and children are very impressionable and we make decisions that eventually we regret and that is what happened to me because when i moved to south africa i found that the young girls you know as early as like freaking seven, eight, nine years old, had relaxed hair already. And I was like, I want that, you know, I want that. And um, 
my mom wouldn't let me. My mom wouldn't let me. My mom wouldn't let me up until I was 16. When I was 16, I'm like, I am a grown woman. I want to relax this motherfucking hair. And she's like, you know what? Go ahead, do it. And I know that that was the most painful thing that my mom allowed me to do. Because I didn't understand what was happening right there. I wish I understood then. I wish, I think me and my mom, uh, I didn't understand the significance of hair. And I don't know if my mom carried that same sentiment that I do right now. And thus was not able to to pass that on to me, to explain to me why I should embrace my natural hair and so forth. So natural hair wasn't even a word. Natural hair, literally, I learned now with this whole natural hair <laughs> movement situation. Do you know what I'm saying? I just knew hair as hair. And um, I relaxed my hair and I had relaxed hair for 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, for like seven years. Um, but then I'd say when I was like 21, I cut my hair. Then I had, no, 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 20, 19, 20. Then I started wearing my hair short, but it was all, oh, when Rihanna came through with, you look so damn right now. Oh girl, I was like that hair. I want that hair. And I was so into it. And, um, I I I did that haircut and I rocked that for for some time uh, through varsity and everything up until I got married 2015 I got married I still had hair 2016 after I moved in with my husband and we were all happy family I'm like I'm cutting my hair I cut my hair and I dyed my hair for the first time just like the tips I did like some blonde tips there's this beautiful cool picture of like Willow Smith that I think I actually might actually go for that look again. Um, but it's just like short hair. But she has a relaxed hair. I don't want to relax my hair. But like her tips are blonde and stuff. It's just a nice look. Um, and that's what I went for for a minute. Um, the guy relaxed my hair. I didn't want him to. But then after that, I just never relaxed my hair ever again. And um, then 2016, I say that's when the whole natural hair movement situation was like at its peak because i remember 2014 is when i started like ah oh, coming into it and stuff but 2016 it was like at the height of it like you hear all these products and oils you have to use and you have to wash your hair this way and that way and dude wash day is like a whole fucking day and back in my day wash day was like <laughs> 30 minutes you wash 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 dry and that's it right but now it's like a whole event and i just i i couldn't understand it right but i tried it i tried it for years up until so we're saying 2016 up until this year um 2022 because i cut my hair again i was like fuck it i cut my hair like three months ago i just got sick of it because i didn't feel like my hair was growing i didn't like it it, it just plateaued it was flourishing it blossomed and then boom, nothing. It was just nothing. And I didn't have any pride or excitement about wearing my hair out anymore because I just couldn't understand what was going on. I didn't know what to do. And a lot of these terms, I know they seem important to most people, but to me, they're just so confusing. I don't like complicated stuff. I, the simpler, the better, you know, like I'm even one of those people that even with my food, you know, I like having separate ingredients because i like to know what is what i like to know exactly what i put in my food but i also like to keep it simple and basic i don't like complicated shit so when you start telling me about 4c i couldn't tell you if i'm a 4c a 4b a 3 or whatever i don't know you know i've tried to like me measure it based on like hair curl patterns but it's just such bullshit to me i don't get it and um the whole high porosity, low porosity thing. I don't fucking get any of that shit, you know. And I was looking at my cabinet the other day and I've got so many hair products that are just piling up there and all these oils and all of that. And I'm like, you know what? I literally just decided, I was like, I'm going to cut my hair. I'm going to rock my short hair for a while until I decide I want to grow or not. I don't know, whatever I'm going to do. But one thing that, that, that why I'm, and it, Confu because it's so confusing 
something that was so simple and that is so simple. It's fucking hair for crying out loud. It's not rocket science. And I don't understand why it has become so complicated to just take care of a body part, essentially, right? It's kind of like, you're going to tell me now, it's it's almost like the whole skincare routine thing where it's like, first you cleanse, then you don't cleanse, then you moisturize, then you don't, then you... I'm like, no. And I, I thank God I didn't go down that rabbit hole. But with the hair thing, it was just so insane. And it just created so much insecurity, so much uncertainty, because I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And... um suddenly like your your world revolves around your head then it's your identity and especially here in SA because my hair as a black person here has different texture to most black women here so it's almost like they say that I have hair like colored women or so forth and and I don't think I do because they're like colored people hair is even more straight and it's it's different man but like my hair texture is just my fucking hair texture as far as i understand but i never even considered such concepts that this one this person's hair can be more coarse than that like hair was just hair to me and all of a sudden it became this incredibly difficult thing to manage like imagine having a part of your body that you don't understand how to care for and that's what my hair was essentially you know and um i just i just decided you know what um fuck it i cut my hair and um after that i just decided that yeah like i said i'm just gonna rock it and i've been enjoying it so far um it's been um three months now and it's been quite a um it's been quite fun yo because i also brought i found my barber guys like you know what there's nothing better than finding that person that knows how to fucking handle your hair and i found this guy who knows how to cut my hair this is not sponsored by shout out to legends yo legends here in rustenburg northwest at the rustenburg mall yo Tuli, that guy is the fucking shit he cuts hair so cool like every time i look at my hair now i'm like in damn that hair looks so cool so that is also quite exciting because i feel like i found uh, my hair found its soulmate i had one in mars but i don't know where the lady is but i haven't been to mozambique for so long so i don't know if she'll ever touch my hair but she's the ultimate queen uh tia sara like she's the best man she knows her scissors but essentially to say that yeah the hair the hair trend thing it confuses the out of me right now because i i have no idea you know i i i, I don't know so um yeah so i decided to cut my hair because i'm confused by this whole situation now i know what to do all i'm gonna do is shampoo condition and put hair food and move on with my life grease was never bad before so why is it bad now and whatever right so the next trend is fitness right so I'm not an athletic person, right? I love to be fit and exercise and stuff, but I'm not athletic. Don't give me sports. Nope, 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 nope. I tell you, I did all the sports that one can possibly try to think of. Well, not all of them, but all of them that I did, I sucked at. There's not one sport that I excel in. And I am not ashamed of that. I'm, I'm horrible. Like I'll tell you, except for dance. Dance, I did very well. Um, but I didn't do it like in, in a competitive way. I wish I wish I was a bit more competitive with dance and I wish I had more opportunities to go into dance. Um, I did, but eh, confusion. My life, different story for another day. But um, as a young child in Mozambique, I... Okay, so as girls, we have a lot of games, right? We have Matoko Zana. We have like, I think it's like 10 stones in a circle. And then you have one that you throw and then you shift these stones and leave one out of the line. And then it's a whole cool thing that I sucked at. Um, we had this other game we call, like, we just said, we, we call like, we, we are playing dancing essentially, right? Um, and you could like, have to, you'd have to like, shake your ass like literally twerk the living daylights out of you and i'm talking like kids yeah 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 we were children's okay and we'd be like you know and i 
couldn't till this day cannot twerk i can't shake my booty twerking was like not even a word we just called it shaking your bum and all my friends were so good at it and all all the girl games like all the traditional games there's this other one where you like stack cans and they throw a tennis ball at you and you have to jump and jump the can and dodge the ball and then stack the cans and then they try to hit your cans you have to defend your cans it was just so epic i sucked at that and these are all like girl games right and then there was um they call it ligusha in essay i forgot what we used to call it in mars but basically you take like like a stocking like you know like a rope like a yeah man think of a stocking in a circle and then one person stands on each edge of the circle and then you stretch back and then you have to do a whole dance in between in between these threads i sucked at that and then that thing goes higher and higher and higher and higher and have until the level the heaven level and you have to like stretch your leg and go without touching the thing it was just so cool and i sucked so for the most part i played with the boys because why we just had to run and jump but when the boys like also played marbles i sucked like anything that requires any sense of coordination and that's not even a side thing i just sucked at it right so that was already just in my playing space like I, i wasn't very like coordinated i wasn't very athletic you know and then when i joined school oh i joined gymnastics i sucked i joined swimming i didn't even learn how to swim i joined like imagine going for swimming lessons and not learning that was me right i did soccer i was the goalkeeper i sucked i did dance i didn't suck i did oh and then afterwards when i moved here to sa i did athletics right i ran i sucked i did long jump i sucked i did blind cricket i sucked and i did dance and i didn't suck at that but like i said it wasn't competitive right but any sport that i did you did not want me in your team that's just it and um but i never looked at it as fitness but for the most part i've always been a fit person because i did sports all the time i was fit right but i was not athletic i wasn't good at the shit that i did so i was always in shape and um in great not great in in my first year of university myself and miss bunolo you guys all know her by now we went and decided that we're going to join the gym and that was the first time where i started taking um fitness and 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 my health to 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 account right and um i think we were together for like two years or so and then or a year and then i had to move from pretoria to johannesburg and i joined the gym that side but then um i just stopped really going i wasn't as committed or consistent with that lockdown came about oh before lockdown um my friend who is a personal trainer used to work at this gym and you kind of get like two free passes and he gifted me one well he gifted our other friend but he was being slow about it i was like listen brother give it to me and he gave it to me and I, you know i made use of it but it was that thing of like working out because and especially it was that height of instagram booty and beautiful and fitness models and all of that stuff right and um I I I went to the gym because you kind of have to go to the gym but I I've I wouldn't say that I had any results right and um in retrospect I understand 100% why that was the case I just want to ah oh I just wanted to see something I'm sorry for that noise I understand that that was the case because one I had no intention behind why i was going to the gym i wasn't intentional about it i didn't know what my goals were i didn't know what my targets were do you understand i had no real purpose other than i'm going to the gym and um inherently i i acquired quite a few injuries actually thinking about it because i remember i busted my shoulder i don't even know doing what i didn't understand why i was doing the exercises i was doing and so forth so when lockdown hit but i was already inconsistent by the time lockdown hit but when it hit then um it hit at a time when my husband was starting was picking up his working out again so we have a bench a bench press at home he bought this like years ago and he you know so obviously when we move in together now it, it comes with and that bench press 
I tell you, is my new bestie in a way. <laughs> Love hate relationship, but he started lifting again, and he introduced me to to lifting. Um, and then I saw gains. Yo, I never understood. You know, when people work out and they're working out to lose weight, I didn't have that issue. I didn't have a weight loss issue, but I also didn't know what I wanted. But when I saw my body change, when I started seeing my muscles grow and all of that, my God, that is the most addictive thing I can, I, I, I could have ever experienced, you know? And, um, then I started being a bit more intentional. Then I started understanding concepts of like mind-body connection. Why, why, or mind-muscle, right? When I do this movement, I should be feeling it this way. And I started like connecting with my body. And it's almost, it's almost meditative sometimes when I, like let's say do a curl and I feel my biceps and I focus so much on that. And it's almost like that communication between your brain and your muscle. And it was just so amazing to me that i thought may okay maybe now thinking um it's not necessarily something that confuses me now i understand fitness now for what it is but why it's confusing is you know when you look at people also saying do it this way do it that way there's so much there's so much do it this way and do it that way with everything here that i'm gonna speak about today but when you don't know what you're doing, it becomes so, so demoralizing. When you don't know why you are doing what you're doing, it's, it's, that's where you just lose the plot, right? So I understood then why I struggled with consistency. But once, and it's not that since I started weight training, I haven't been, I've been, I've been consistent all the, all throughout. No, I've had, big sparks of inconsistencies. I mean, there were months where I wouldn't train or any of that. But one thing that I started like looking at, I, I started like, for example, changing my, 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 um, my words, like my definition or my, 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 oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I hit a blank. But like, instead of saying, I'm going to work out, I'm going to gym, I'm going, like, you know, I, I'm training. So then I know what am I training to do? I'm training to improve this. And then I start working on that. So then I would go working out with a bit more intention because I knew exactly what I wanted to achieve. Um, but the biggest hurdle of it was working out for myself and not for anyone else working out because i want to do it and not necessarily for validation and not for people to acknowledge that i do this thing you know and that was a journey and i think that i'm still coming into that but what that has helped me with is that even when i don't work out i don't feel as bad because i'm not doing it for anyone other than myself right and if I can just have a conversation with myself and explain to myself lies or not, it doesn't matter. You can call it justifying or whatever. But when this is a personal thing, it's between me and me. I don't need to explain anything to anyone else, right? I understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. I understand when I return to this, how I'm going to go back and why I'm going to go back and, and so forth. Those things make this journey so much easier rather than having that whole pressure of posting, being on Instagram or, or, or working out so many, telling people, oh, I'm going to the gym, you know, and you get to the gym and you don't do anything, you know. Um, but yeah, like just all of that about it, like used to confuse me, like my intention. But once I figured out why I want to do this and what my end goal is, my journey has been so much smoother and I'll tell you why I want to do this is because I want to be a sexy grandmama. You know, I see a lot of like ladies in their seventies, eighties, nineties, and they're so strong and fit as fuck. And I'm like, yes, that's what I want to do. That's who I want to be. And, um, that's what I'm working towards because my, my path to that is very clear, you know, diet, yo, who, diet number three diet is a good one for me because i grew up in a home with a nurse mother 
And she was always very intentional about how we ate. So to this day, I've got that. Uh, I inherited that from my mom. I think everybody that grew up with my mother, meaning myself and my brother, because my brother is also very intentional about how and what he eats. Um, I've never had food issues. Where my my struggle began is when my son was diagnosed with ADHD and we had to now adjust how we eat and so forth. And, you know, <sighs> let me tell you why I yawned like that. I'm very tired. This is the second episode I'm recording today. I recorded the entanglement earlier on. But anyways, um... When we had to now adjust his diet, that was very difficult because I think one thing that that all these things have in common, I guess, I think I did say this, is the rabbit hole factor. When you start something, once I decide, okay, now we have to eat a low-carb diet and so forth, I go the fuck in, okay? I, 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 go, I go down a rabbit hole. I'm one of those people that... For example, when my husband showed me Andrew Tate for the first time many years ago, before he blew up now, he showed me Andrew Tate quite some time ago. And then I saw him on your mom's house. He was on your mom's house like last year sometime. And um, listened to that podcast. And since then, I've been obsessed with Andrew Tate because I just went down that rabbit hole. Oh, no, I've, I'm not obsessed anymore. I'm, I'm over him. I'm into Tristan now, but I'm not I'm not down that rabbit hole right now. What what rabbit hole am I down now? I'm not down any rabbit hole hole right now because I'm busy. <laughs> but what I was trying to say is like once you go down any rabbit hole, it just you just you just leave room for for danger, you know. So one thing for me is I've never thought of food as a healthy thing. I just thought of food as nutrition. I never thought of like in, oh, healthy, this healthy, that, because we always ate a certain way, right? And um, when my son now gets diagnosed and we go through the whole, what's the best diet for a kid with ADHD? How should he eat? What shouldn't he eat? And all of that stuff. It became so, so stressful. It became so stressful because you're constantly panicking about what's right, what's wrong. And I found that in many cases, right, even for myself, when I would try to eat, then today carbs are good, tomorrow carbs are bad. Today fat is good, tomorrow carbs is bad. You need more protein. No, you need less protein. Need water eight times a day. No, don't eat eight glasses of water. You eat what you, you drink what you need. Da, da, da. It gets so confusing that you kind of like stop and um, it just don't do anything, you know. And I, I, I remember what helped though for me with my son was his school that he was going to at the time didn't allow for junk. They really, they're, they're, uh, what they allowed for lunch was essentially like ADHD friendly. So like no sugars, no additives, so no cool drinks, no juices water or milk if they wanted to drink and if they wanted yogurt the low fat thing is bullshit though i don't believe in low fat especially not for children you know but um essentially it was very helpful in that i didn't have to really compete with other kids like oh mommy he brought this and now i want that because they kind of like essentially had to eat um the same so Thankfully, he was enchanted for that. But what I'm finding now is, especially with my fitness, for myself at least, I'm I'm like so stuck many times. I don't know what to eat. I don't know what is good, what is bad, what's in season, what is not. You know, you always find all these things of like, eat this, drink this. And I'm like, no, I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to. It's so confusing. But then... I haven't resolved this issue, actually. I think this is the one that I've not resolved. Diet, I've not come to a conclusion as to where am I with diet right now. I'm still very much confused about it. And um, 
we'll see. I'll let you guys know in the future where, where I'm at with that, right? Number four is productivity. My God, I'll put productivity and motivation shit together because they kind of go hand in hand with my journey. You know, I started the whole motivation uh, trend and productivity vibe in 2017. I remember it exactly. Like any time before then, I didn't care for this shit. I'm not even going to lie. I was not very motivated. I'm a chronic procrastinator. And um, I only do things under pressure type of person. Which is not really you lazy, essentially, right? Yeah, you work well under pressure. But I mean, you don't have to if you don't need to, right? But... I began this thing when I started like the herbal life thing. And granted, I will say this. I would not be the woman that I am today if it wasn't for these two rabbit holes that I went into. It really did help shape my my intention with life. Okay. I'm still struggling with that, but it, it kind of helped me shape it and give it some some form of like of shape, man. Like what is this? Who's this? You know? I started when I, 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 was, I was selling like herbal life and stuff. And one of the herbal life stuff is like, hey, self-development and all of that. I should have actually made the self-development. So when we did this, you'd like listen to like motivational speakers every morning, you know, Tony Roberts and uh, is it Tony Roberts or Tony Robertson, whatever. Um, Tim Rowan, Les Brown, my favorite, and Tim Rowan is also one of my faves. Um, or Jim. Jim Rowan or Tim, whatever. And also discovered Mel Mel Roberts, the Roberts, Robertson. Yeah, Mel Ruthier. So I really like these people and I'd I'd listen to them every morning religiously. This is where I discovered Impact Theory, who I still listen to right now. I love Tom Bilyeu. I think he's cool as fuck and his wife is the shit you know i love i love um seeing companies like that um but i'm more obsessed with them on like a corporate scale um but i think they're cool as shit i love them but either way my routine would be wake up take my phone play motivational um make my son and my husband their lunch for school and work um wake my son up make sure he's clean and bathed and dressed and feed him and they would go to work and school while I continue to listen and then I would go meditate, change, go for a walk, come back, do some home exercises, bathe, breakfast, um, sit by my computer and like work up until 3 p.m. and um, cook when they came home at 5, dinner was served, I would go to the gym, come back home, eat dishes put my baby to sleep repeat and some mornings actually before meditation no it would be meditation then clean the house so the reason why i even said the schedule and it was so cool because it, it kind of worked except for the working time because i hardly worked <laughs> during that time i just look at my computer and be like ah shit but it gave me some structure right and I remember this is also the same time I was diving into the productivity space. So all this concept of morning routines, what is your morning routine? Wake up, you don't look at social media, you listen to a podcast or something productive, you know, um, and all of that stuff. That was big then as well, you know. So I started getting into this, started getting into calendar blocking and and scheduling shit. And I remember I would watch uh, How Jen Does It. She left YouTube, but I miss her so much. She was like the cleaning lady. She was like a housewife and she gave these cool, cool tips on how to clean your house and how to schedule that. She's not posting anymore, but her content is still out there. So if you search how Jen does it, is it still there? Let me check. I should actually just put a link for you guys then on the show notes if you're interested. But um, that's basically what my model was like mondays out clean the kitchen tuesday clean the bathroom like that that's how it was and um how jen does it let me see oh, i miss her so much man i really do wish that she would come back to youtube um yeah she's still around yeah her last upload is there so you just search how jen does it 
uh, seven things we need to clean more often. So she has stuff like these, you know. And anyways, I would listen, I would, I would, I would, I would watch her stuff and get inspired and, and clean my house and clean my house. I was like the perfect fucking housewife, you know. And um, it got to a point where I was so overwhelmed by doing things perfectly and right that I felt shitty for not being on top of my game and as a result I ended up not doing anything so I would tell myself that I'm doing this shit but I'm not doing anything I don't know if you guys have had that issue where you sit there and you're like I'm I'm working but you're not working you're just sitting there and then you're not doing anything so I had that for a good year that I suffered with that where now suddenly I'm not really working out now suddenly I'm not really um cooking on time you know the the working thing is not really working I'm saying that I want to work but I'm not working I've got here on my schedule to look at my mails at 12 but what mails from where from who type of thing like then just felt so pretentious and so forth and um it got very confusing because then I didn't know why I was not able to do these things that all these cool ass YouTubers that I absolutely adore are able to do. Like what is wrong with me type of thing. So that's kind of like where my confusion with motivation and productivity came about until I started eating more of Impact Theory's content, you know, Tom Bilyeu. And I came across the concept of discipline and that just changed everything for me because up until that moment I was doing everything based on feel based on how I felt you know how how my morale was or how high there was of it or how willing I was to do anything right and motivation and inspiration and all of that but then when I understood the concept of discipline that like changed everything because it made me now start to select what are the things that I really want to do what am I going to say yes to what am I going to commit myself to? Because I'm not going to say yes to being a runner. I fucking hate running. So I'll never say yes to that because I don't want to be committed to something that I hate, right? Already with discipline, that implies that you just have to do something whether you like it or not, whether you feel like it or not. So I might as well do something that I somewhat enjoy even when I don't enjoy it, but I somewhat have a, a good energy towards it rather than when I don't feel like doing something that I absolutely hate, right? And um Understanding discipline changed everything for me. And um, I haven't heard something. I think it was, was it Tim Rowan talking just recently? I, I saw on somebody's clip or something where, you know, when we talk about, and in Portuguese, it actually works well, this analogy, because when we speak about school subjects like maths and science and English and, you know, geography, we call that disciplina. Like those are your disciplines, like in class, like, you know, you have it's your English discipline and so forth. And you commit to that study, you commit to that topic and you learn everything there is to learn about it and you do it whether you want to or not. Right. So that's the discipline that you are fundamentally investing your time in. So with life as well, discipline is the same thing. What discipline are you applying yourself to? Like, is it the fitness? Is it eating or what, whatever it might be? But that is a discipline that you're applying your time towards. And what you're going to do with that is essentially say that, okay, because I have to learn and I have to improve and do da 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 there's no room for, ah, I don't feel like it or whatever. You just have to show up and do the thing. And, um, it's still a challenge, I'll say, but at least with that guidance in my mind, I can I can really be more selective about what I commit myself to because I don't have the time to sit and convince myself to be motivated to do something that I don't want to do. Um, so that's kind of like where my confusion came in with like productivity and uh, motivational content. But right now, I think that I consume a lot less of it. So that when sometimes I bump into it, it is more inspirational. It is more motivating. But I don't really indulge in it like I used to in the past, right? And um, the last topic here, guys, it's going to be self-care. Self-care is just such a concept to me that... Look, I'm not even going to speak about it from a childhood perspective or anything. But just... um. 
it's still to me very confusing like what people mean by that by self-care right because i feel like self-care is very subjective considering that we are dealing with the self right what is important to you might not be important to me and that's already one thing right i think we've agree on that point fundamentally that you know what we are not the same what is important to me is not important to you if my self-care day means that today is my whole wash hair wash day that's what self-care is to me but for somebody that is like skin care and that's what self-care is to that person however i just feel like what it generally is sold as is literally just that selfishness and you don't need to really care about what other people around you say or do or whatever i might be wrong right but i just feel like there's just certain times or certain facets in life where it's very important to not be that obsessed with selfishness like with being so obsessed with yourself because i believe that in any setting especially if you have people in your life whether it's family friends a uh, life partner or whatever i feel like we are in each other's lives to help care for one another to to uplift one another right um maybe your children don't understand that responsibility as a human yet but they do so inherently right like when you see your child and and they're doing well and they are healthy and they're happy and they're, i mean there's nothing more relieving to me that gives me peace when i see my son happy and and well when my son is not well i'm not at peace do you understand so when i see him happy essentially he's doing me good right i don't need to still take time out of my day to still go make myself feel good because my baby makes me happy um with my husband i feel like he takes care of me so much that i want to take care of him so in the things that he doesn't care for for himself i feel those in and in the things that i don't care for for myself he feels those in for me and um i i'm concerned with this obsession with self care it is a very confusing concept to me as you guys can hear because i'm not even saying anything productive around it but it because it is it, it's just that confusing you know i see my and this is literally happening in real time like my mom in law is is such a selfless person um yeah i mean she of course takes time to herself and goes uh, hangs out with her friends and all of that stuff you know but you know um there's a situation here next door where someone is not being well taken care of and all of that and this whole day today she's been obsessing about this person you know making sure that they're eaten making sure that they have something and she she came back from work and she just said that's like i wonder what that guy ate man you know what should i make him food no you know what i'm going to pack him a you know like take him some tea bag sugar and stuff and she goes it's like they don't even have a kettle and then she organizes a pot for him and you know like and she is so obsessed with taking care of this person and how do i see that retribution with her anytime she asks someone to come and do the work for her or whatever they generally like people know who she is and they generally care for her and they ask hey mama are you okay do you need help you know what this and this and that like let me sort you out let me help you out she doesn't have issues with being taken care of by the community already do you understand because she's already such a selfless person now are we talking about beauty treatments and all of that taking care of your body i mean that's one of those subjective things but i just feel like i'm seeing a trend of self care inspiring more selfish behavior and literally ignoring the people around you for the sake of my mental peace my mental health my 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 and we are not understanding that as humans we are communal beings right we live in families we live with our parents with our siblings with our parents uh, uh, <laughs> with our uh, family members or whatever you know what i mean um sorry i was just trying to see my time but do you understand what i'm saying where it has come to this point where it's more um we value selfishness more and essentially we complain about why the world is so cold why is the world so cruel and all of that stuff but essentially guys we are forgetting that you need to cultivate relationships you need to cultivate trust you need to cultivate um communal harmony 
right? And the only way to do that is to engage with others, you know, whether it's your friends or whatever. And this also does apply to me because I'm a person that I, I hate interacting with people, you know, but I'm, I'm learning now that it's very important to do so because it's people... A person is a person because of people, you know. Um, ignore my funny accent, but that is that is a, a saying. It's the Ubuntu aspect of life. Ubuntu A person is a person because of people. You know, a person is a person through people. You are who you are because of the people around you and um so i guess i want to encourage more compassion you know i want to encourage more awareness of the people around you try to be as as selfless as you can of course there's such a thing as boundaries you know of course but i believe that you can do good with boundaries i believe that you can help and make a difference in people's lives with boundaries you don't have to um overextend yourself and make yourself suffer just because you you're helping someone but it is very much it's possible that's actually what i'm trying to say it is possible for you to help people without having to overextend yourself you know and um yes guys i think this kind of will wrap it up for for us for us today you know i position my mic a little bit differently today so i'm sorry that I might be on and off, but to explain to you why I did that, because I'm trying to like do a good setup here by me where I can see my screen and also have the microphone in front of me. So I'm actually almost there. I should have actually moved my screen like this side. Either way, you guys can't see what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, so just to recap, ladies and gentlemen, today we spoke about trends that I followed that confused the living daylights out of me right now. And the first one was the hair movement. And then we spoke about fitness. We spoke about diet. We spoke about productivity, motivation. And finally, we spoke about self-care. I hope that you all enjoy today's talk. And uh, let me know if you have any thoughts or opinions on the subject and if you'd like to add maybe some concepts that you followed and that right now confuse the living daylights out of you and how have you resolved that i'd be very interested to know and don't forget ladies and gentlemen to share subscribe you know on youtube search Groda podcast and you can just uh, listen to the show there if you prefer youtube apple spotify wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts and uh, visit www.neonbloom.co.za for more podcasts. Uh, we've got Black Women Business. If you want to learn more about business, the entanglement for relationship, music and the mind, uh, where Kenneth addresses our young men here in the African continent or rather in South Africa. It's a very beautiful show. I enjoy working on that show very much. We have Mummies in the Dark with myself and Miss Unique where we talk about being mothers with disabilities or visual impairments or about the challenges that we face just as parents in general. So go pay attention to those shows. Um, join our WhatsApp group. Like I said, I'll leave the link below so that you can all join. And remember, this group is protected by Poppy. So for those who are not in South Africa, Poppy is basically, you know, an information protection thing. So if you do join the group, please understand that your contact information will be available to other members in the group. But if you are in the group, you're not allowed to use these people's contacts without their consent. You have to ask people for consent. Um, but um, yeah, that's where we'll be sharing everything, sending out questions, sharing episodes and any ideas that you guys might have for future episodes or guests that you guys would like to see on the show. Um, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for your love, for your kindness and for always being here for me and waiting for me, even though I'm like, yeah, and then I'm not and then I'm here and then I'm not. But um, I really do appreciate you. And I just want to remind you, as always, lead with kindness. The world is fucked up as it is. We don't need another piece of shit to make things worse for us right now. Right. So thank you so much. I love you and I shall see you all again next week. Goodbye.